do you find the fact that you only have a smaller space or a smaller area to ride in a hindrance and is it something you moan about a lot well if so i want to start spinning this around a little bit because do you know what smaller spaces can actually sometimes be a help and help you focus hi there my name is lorna leeson and this is the daily strides podcast the podcast for equestrians all over the world helping you I'll make the most of those smaller spaces, as is the topic for this month. But um, no, also helping you to have better conversations with your horse by breaking down some of the more, well, some of the more complicated and maybe, I don't know, less understood issues to do with horse riding and helping you to understand them in a way that you can then not only actually work on them, but also work on them in a way that you can also explain it to your horse that's going to move the conversation forward for both of you. Now, I am going to invite you to pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash halt because there I have a free training that you can just pop onto your phone and use, well, wherever you can use your phone really, um, all about the half halt to help you to, well, have that better conversation because of course the half halt is the whole part of the conversation that a lot of riders get confused about and um, so if you're feeling a little bit muddled or if you're feeling that your half halts are well less than perfect um, and you know half halt is always a work in progress isn't it um, i'm going to suggest you pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash halt and as i said um, the their audio trainings you can listen to them on your phone which means wherever you can take your phone you can take these trainings and um, it's short and sweet there's about 30 minutes and you can listen to it there but back to today and today I want to talk about making the most of riding in smaller spaces. This is a real reality for a lot of riders. They are confined to a smaller space and it might be down to the location. It could be down to the weather, the time of year. Um, but it, it happens where you only have a small space, a less than desirable space to work in with your horse. But I think if we could just start to see it a little bit differently, um, it can make all the difference. It can turn it around and you can actually use that to your advantage. I know, I know now you're probably thinking, ah, now Lorna. But really and truly, you can use it to your advantage going forward in your riding. So the first thing I'm going to suggest doing is find out the actual size of the space you're riding in. It often amazes me how riders, they, instead of kind of, I don't know, cherishing every square inch, they, they overlook it. They think, oh, it's too small to do anything and it's useless. Um, no, I want you to find out how big the actual arena is. The other thing I'm going to suggest you do is to make the most of it. Now, one of the places that I see being overlooked time and again in the arena is the corners. And you'll see corners there that are full of clutter and they're full of junk and nobody is using them. They can't actually be written into at all. They are like maybe shoulder high with weeds. Okay, maybe that's an exaggeration, but there's lots of weeds and they just don't look great. And you can see that riders are not using the corners. When you have limited space, you need to use every available square inch that you can in order to ride your horse, okay? And I can tell you now that by really and truly, if you want grooming your corners or cultivating your corners, okay? So basically looking after your corners, cleaning them out, 
leveling them off, making them usable space, you are actually giving yourself sometimes two or three strides more room on the, if you want the long sides and the short sides of your small arena or your small space than what you would normally have. So really and truly get out, let this be, let this be the inspiration you need to get out there with a rake today and begin looking after your corners, okay? And of course it goes without saying that as you and your horse develop more and as you become more supple and all those fun things, um, you are actually going to be able to make even better use of those corners. So that's important. The other thing that I see happening a lot in smaller arenas is people sticking to the same track to the point where the track is actually a rut that's that's been worn into the ground and that they are just continuously following around that first of all doesn't help you you or your horse in your riding and secondly it actually puts everything backwards because it takes the whole thinking element out of it um i really believe that if you have an arena where there is a rut or a track created well, you need to fill the rut of the track in, first of all, and then start all over again and make it your mission not to allow that same thing to happen all over again for you and your horse, okay? So <clears throat> I really and truly feel strongly about this. I think it's really important. Um, so use every square inch is what it comes down to. And the second thing I'm going to suggest to help you with that is to begin putting up markers so you can actually plot out your whole arena, okay? Um, it's all well and good. And I find particularly when we're in a smaller space, we can sometimes become a little disillusioned. It Perspective almost leaves us a little bit, okay? So um, I would definitely suggest putting up markers. And if you're saying, I've only like a 20 by 20 meter to work in, that's fine. Still put up markers, okay? But do something that you can then begin to hold yourself accountable, first of all, and also you can later work on your accuracy as well, okay? So once you've got it all sorted out and you have, basically, you're going to make use of as many square inches as possible inside of that riding space you have, okay? I want you then to start thinking about accuracy in your riding. So if you think about it, one of the big areas I see riders riding badly, if that's the correct way to put it, is the halt. How many riders do you see riding a good halt? Very few. So the halt can be practiced at any in any size of an arena, in any space. And I'm going to suggest if you were to start practicing on your halt or riding your halt to do so, maybe not on a circle. So do so as you would maybe cross the center line or ride a square or whatever the case is. But I really feel that that there is one transition and one movement that you can work on practicing from there. You could maybe work on turning the forehand. Uh, turning the forehand doesn't require a lot of space and you can also get your horse working on it. And the nice thing with these is that you can do them whether you decide to do some groundwork with your horses, whether you decide to do some lunging, some long lining or some riding. Now, I specifically want to talk about riding today, but there are so many different ways that you can use these and so many different perspectives that you can gain insights as to how your horse is actually working through this and you can do it all in a smaller space so if you think about the halt it's never just the transition itself it's the transition into the halt and it's the transition out of the halt as well that are really important so now we've got three things we can work on 
in our smaller space and we can do it in walk trot or canter we can incorporate walk trot or canter into our hold both coming into it and coming out of it now yes you might need a couple of strides of walk either side depending on you and your horse but you can start incorporating those into your hold as well okay now from the plotting out the markers and the accuracy where i would suggest doing then is i mentioned earlier a square start riding a square squares are fantastic you get this lovely straightness and then you get the bend and by kind of mixing both up, you're getting to work on suppleness, straightness, <laughs> and everything in between, because obviously you want to keep the rhythm, the forwardness, all that going forward through the bend as well, and between the straight and, and the bendy part, okay? So, and again, you can do this in walk, trot, and canter. Mark it out. Get yourself a couple of cones and start marking out. You don't, if you don't have cones, if you don't have anything as fancy as that, you don't need anything as fancy as that, by the way, just take the jumper off your back the jersey the coat you can use anything at all okay to mark things out you obviously want safe things but um you can use anything at all and you can start then playing with how maybe much of a bane you're asking from your horse how well he can continue to maintain suppleness and things like that through it and um, maintain forwardness maintain rhythm maintain relaxation it's all there and you can work on that again in the walk the trot or the canter okay now the other thing when working in a smaller space is that it really and truly makes you focus on your straightness and um, it really and truly if you are to make the most out of it you need to be on track all the time and this is why i said earlier riding where the track basically is being dictated to you is not great because you're not getting to work on any of those things okay so really important that if you were to do that that you're riding um actually you're focusing on your horse being on track and that's what i mean by straightness on in this case um that you're focusing on your horse being on track now if you're not sure about all that what i'm going to do is on the show notes the blog post for this episode i will link to other episodes and also just a few other articles that i've written regarding this topic so you can find those over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash episode 1095 and um, you'll find all those but I really feel that it's important that you are, first of all, getting a track in your head. So you're marking it out in your head. And then from there, you are um, using that to actually improve both you and your horse and to develop both you and your horse as well. Very, very important for both of you in your riding. The final thing that I want to leave you with today is that sometimes what can initially show up as being a constraint, okay, or a restriction can actually be the making of you. And I've seen time and again um, how riders or trainers who only have a smaller space, they really and truly make use of that space, but they make use of it in a way that when they do ride in a bigger space and they do make a plan to ride in a bigger space, okay, um, every now and then, but when they do that, they have also that equal amount of focus because they know exactly what they want to work on when they get into the bigger space. And it just helps to focus their attention on the job at hand and on what they can actually do and what they can actually 
I suppose realistically expect from it so when they do get into the bigger space they are ready to go and they're ready to work on almost the next level of things as well okay so I really find it's important you need to start it's, it's a mindset shift you need to start flipping it in your head regarding it and then going on from there now this is the theme inside of Daily Strides Premium this month we're talking all about <laughs> working in smaller spaces and um, there's obviously new trainings in there and I'm going to take you step by step through some exercises um, to ride with your horse that are going to focus on all of the basics and that you actually get to, I don't know, really benefit from the smaller space. Um, and then also it will be using poles and ground, well, ground poles and also grid grid work then as well in a smaller space as well and how you can make that work for you and your horse. If you're interested in finding out more about it, you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. All the details are there. And regardless of when you're listening to this, this is May 2019, but regardless of when you're listening to this, of course, you do get access to all the past lessons. So if it is something at a later date that you're listening to and you think, oh, I would have really enjoyed that, they're still there for you. You can join today and you will get them in there as well. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you have a great week. Keep well. Happy May. Okay, chat to you soon. Bye. Bye.